This is the Everyday Mind Podcast, the place where we come together to talk about living a life of notice, creating more connected relationships, and ditching the hustle as you establish the life and business you've always wanted. I'm Natalie Roberts, your host and guide, as we journey together exploring the everyday mind. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, hello, everyone. Today is a momentous day on the Everyday Mind Podcast. Why is it momentous, you may ask? Because today we have two firsts. We have our very first couple on the podcast, and we have our first male on the podcast. Now, this has not been because I have not been trying to have males on the podcast. I know that I've gotten a few questions about this. I have asked a few people that are not female and because of scheduling and different things, they have not come on the podcast yet. But I do want to let you know that there will be more than just this one. Today's guest gets the honor of not only being the first couple, but also this guy is the first guy on the podcast. So congratulations. So who are our awesome guests today? Today's guests are Nicole and Daniel Anderson. Nicole and Daniel Anderson are the mind, heart, and movement behind the Anderson brand. Nicole and Daniel do what many of us wonder if it is even possible. They own a business together and as of yet have not murdered each other. So congratulations. So let's jump in and talk today about owning a business with your spouse or your partner and how everyday mindfulness has really impacted Nicole and Daniel as they have figured out how to see their differences as strengths as they grow their business. So sit back, grab whatever you like to drink, and enjoy this episode of The Everyday Mind. Hello, I'm so happy to have the two of you here today. If you wouldn't mind, would you tell our listeners a little bit about you, who you guys are, what you love, and what brings you joy in your day-to-day lives? Ooh, you start. Everybody likes your voice. (laughs) Well, thank you for having us on. I appreciate it. Uh, my name's Daniel. I am one half, the, the slightly better, lesser half of uh, the Anderson brand. Wait, did you just say the better part of the half? The better, lesser half. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> Maybe you're equal. Maybe that's the good way to look that's at fine. that. And I'm Nicole Anderson, the better, better half, I guess. Correct. What <laughs> that's it. <laughs> we are the owners of Anderson Media. And we do a lot of stuff, don't we? We do a lot of things. I am a personal branding photographer. I do stock photos. I do pretty much anything having to do with branding. And I love it. If you guys have seen the cover to this podcast, Nicole (laughs) took the pictures that are on the podcast. Yes. Yes. So you have heard a thing for the beautiful... Thing that you see pop up on your screen every time you listen that to this beautiful podcast. Face. I love it. I love that icon, by the way, your little graphic. It looks, it's perfect. Not just because it's my photo, but because it, it looks good. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's because it's your photo. It's okay yeah. to say that. No. That's a, f- a fan on my ego flame right there. 
I love it. So I'm the I'm the creative half of Anderson Media. So I do all the creative stuff and Daniel is the technical half and you can tell them what yes. you like to do. So I primarily focus on podcasts. That's my world. I edit them. Uh, I'm moving slowly into consulting about podcasts, which is quite an exciting area I'm moving into. Uh, but podcast is my world, audio is my world, and fixing the TV remote, that's, that's my area of expertise. <laughs> anything. Anything fixing technical. Fixing anything. <laughs> I'm there. Thank and goodness for there. people for you, like you, Daniel. Yes. yes. That's why I married him. <laughs> I would have spent so much money on repairs already if not for the last 14 years. That's why I married my husband, too. He can fix things. He builds stuff for a living. He's very handy. He can always fix whatever. Yeah, I don't ever. I know. Like, I'm just like, oh, babe, here. Can you do this? Because I, I can vision. I can think about media and, and, yeah, funnels. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm like, here, can you open this? He's like, yes. It's good. It's, it's that. balance. It's balance, though. Mm. Mm-hmm. Speaking of balance, because that is one of the reasons that I asked Nicole and Daniel on the show, because I love talking to them about the fact that they own a business together, which I don't think has always been true, but they own a business together and they've figured out a wonderful way to work together. So, or most of the time. So I wanted to ask so I'm just going to read it because I love in their bio, they talk about that they're one superpower team. They're two sides to the same coin. So I was curious, how did you guys come to recognize or be mindful of the fact that one, you were different from each other? I'm guessing you knew that. But um, two, how have you come to utilize that in your life and business as a strength as opposed to as a place where explosions happen or where you're pulled apart by those differences? It's a great question. And it's, it's one of those that's got an infinitely long answer. <laughs> so I guess the best place to start is at the start. So as is typical of, of, of most men, well, not so much these days, but as is generally typical, I kind of started out as the, the hard-headed, uh, I'm the breadwinner. You know, I'm going to be out earning an income and Nicole could do whatever she wanted, really. She could have gone off and, and done her own business stuff. But there was always that, I don't want to say animosity, but there was always that tinge of resentment when you're, when you're working a nine to five and you've got no freedom. Mm-hmm. And, and then your spouse is, is over there, not, not necessarily not doing anything, but just when you're on that grind, it, it becomes mm-hmm. hard to, to visualize an end to it. And for many years, we kind of fought along those lines with those expectations. And, and it wasn't until recently that we sat down and we were like, what, what are we doing here? Like this, there has to be another way. Like we see other people coexisting. They're happy. They're, they're running their lives perceivably, you know, happy. Mm-hmm. And we just, we just wanted to find a solution. And when we really sat down and, and spoke about it, we, we came to the conclusion that Obviously, we wanted the same thing. We wanted success. We wanted, you know, everything that comes with that. But we had to really pick apart why were we fighting? What, what was the, the reason we were, we were butting heads? And I guess on, on my end of it, it was just being infle- like inflexible. 
you know, I, I, I wasn't allowing Nicole to do some of the things that maybe a couple should do, you know, and when we picked that apart and, and really got to the, the, the meat of it, it was, it was like, okay, let's, let's make a plan. Let's decide what parts we want to pick and choose in this fight, because that's, that's really the, the best part of it. You have to decide what are your strengths? What are you good at? What do you want to do? And then just go, go after that. You know, like I used to, I'll give you an example. I used to always do the finances mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that was, that was my thing. And I never let Nicole look at it. You know, there's no, you know, no, that's me. That's, you know, and then <laughs> one day wait, I, just, wait, wait, wait. I just have to ask, cause I actually yes. know Nicole, like you like, actually didn't let her look at it because i'm just <laughs> i'm just kind no, of imagining was... nicole like putting <laughs> up with theory. that and i'm like there's no secrets that. here daniel no no i <laughs> let me clarify it was like paying, paying bills paying bills uh-huh. that's that's me i'm gonna do it i'm gonna pay the rent i'm gonna i'm gonna do this mm-hmm. and during a stretch where I, I i was unemployed and i wasn't really doing too good on that front i said to her you know what you do the finances you mm-hmm. give it a try mm-hmm. you you see what this is all about and honestly that was probably one of the best decisions i ever made because it opened the door to okay this is a this is some of the pain i was going through because mm-hmm. worrying about finances sucks as a lot of people yeah. will know yeah but also it it made me realize okay i can share some of these burdens the world isn't going to fall apart if I allow some flexibility in all of this. And that's really the start of, of us coming to where we are today because we started to really, again, as I said, pick that apart and, and pick and choose what we wanted to do and succeed in and, and where our strengths were and then where we could fall back on each other. And we, we fought about everything, like mm-hmm. literally everything because mm-hmm. we finally realized, and that was, 12 years of our relationship i mean we're coming up on what are we 14 this year <laughs> so just only two years of it but for the first 12 years we've fought about everything because we finally realized this but we do everything differently mm-hmm. we see everything differently my strengths are not our we, which we also figured out my strengths are his weaknesses and vice versa. Like we literally, we're literally opposites. We mm-hmm. could not be any more opposite. And once we realized that we could kind of, you know, use our, use our, our, you know, for good and not evil, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we, everything changed. It was, it was kind of an overnight thing too. It was, we just snapped. <laughs> Wow. I think that's so powerful to think about, like that snapping can happen in a positive way, which it did for you guys, or you can do it in a negative way, right? Like I think it sounds like you guys were at a place in your relationship where one of two things were going to happen in terms of like it was going to go towards the positive or it was going to go towards the negative. As I was listening to your story, one of the things that I had a question about was when you guys were first married or married those first five, even like eight, 10 years, would you say that you individually were aware of kind of the expectations that you were holding for yourself and for your spouse that weren't being communicated? Or were they 
kind of things that you were unaware of that you went on personal journeys to figure out before you kind of could come together as a couple and work through that? Free therapy session, babe. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) No, but for me, it was all me by myself. I had to, I had to figure out everything by myself. I can't speak for him, but I know that I went through a long period of time where I was just trying to figure out what I wanted to do, how I wanted to do it, who I wanted to be. And I had to figure that out. And there was a lot of, a lot of stuff that went with that. A lot of junk. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think I had the advantage of having the diversion of a day-to-day nine to five, which you can put a lot of your life problems aside when you're focusing on, on your job. And, and this is saying I would say to everyone to really sit and analyze within yourselves. If you have aspirations and goals and things you want to do in life, you have to think of the bigger picture and you can't rely on the comfort that comes with a day-to-day. If, if you're <laughs> sincerely not happy with your situation, you have to take action to change it. And that's, that's true of anything really in life. If, if, you, if you want something, you have to go after it. And I personally made that excuse for many years. Oh, well, you know, the rent's got to be paid. The car's got to be paid. Instead yeah. of thinking, let's find a way to make some money and, and start a business and start something successful that will bring two, three times that day-to-day salary. Yeah. let's work that out let's do that because that in the end is going to bring me more happiness than working for someone else and up until a few weeks ago that that was the, my reality yeah and i've i'm now fortunate enough to be sitting here saying you know what i've, I've quit my nine to five i'm full-time working here at, at anderson media which i mean is crazy but it's yes, going to work we out. we are crazy. <laughs> it's brave. I would say it's brave, right? And it is, it's intentional. Like mm-hmm. it's, I talk a lot about being on purpose and there are brave moments in on purposing your life and your business because you have to acknowledge what you want and then step towards it. And that was actually one of my questions as I was hearing you talk, Daniel, is that for you on this journey, I think it can go either way. So like, did you have to believe that it was possible first or did you have to take some action first to allow yourself to start to believe it was possible? More therapy. Yes. Well, I love this. uh, Therapy is the word. It's, (laughs) it's it's funny because the, we, we went to unleash the power within Tony Robbins Mm -hmm. in uh, July of last year. And that was the one solidifying moment in my mind that said, this is it. You got to do it. You know, however it, however you get there, whatever it takes, you got to do it. Yeah. Because that was such a crazy few days and it was such a mindful break from my usual grind. Yeah. That I got to evaluate things that I I would have pushed aside or just repressed and, and just got on with it, you know. There's a little bit of culture in that too, being English, you know, there's, you know, the, the just make do attitude, the British attitude, oh, you know, nothing phases us, you know, just get on with life. Yeah. Tony Robbins, that, that was like a big, just 
awakening. hundred yeah. percent. That's the moment. Yeah. How about for you, Nicole, what was the moment that you kind of, cause you were doing a lot of your own work. It sounds like you were figuring out that what and that who and that why for yourself. And then you guys started to have these conversations. It sounds like a couple years ago, but did you have kind of a moment where you were like ready to take the leap and ready to have Daniel take the leap? Um, which I think could feel scary. Um, when you're like, wait, no, mm-hmm. you, you, you're, you're the breadwinner. Like I make the icing, you, you make the bread. So what did you have a moment that, that kind of stood out to you in that process? I'm going to say yes and no. Okay. <laughs> yes. Because I do remember the moment where I finally was like, okay, this is, this is not how I want to live. And we were actually, we were driving back from Legoland. We spent, <laughs> we spent the night at Legoland. We got the kids in for, uh, it was their Christmas gift. Mm-hmm. And it was in February of 2018. And we're driving, he's driving the car. We're driving back up from San Diego. And I go, I don't want to live like this anymore. I literally just said it. And up until this point, our communication and our marriage was pretty crappy. And I literally just blurted it out. I didn't even think of it. And I said, I don't want to live like this anymore. If you're okay living like this, that's fine. But I'm probably going to leave you behind. Hmm. And I said that. <laughs> and, <laughs> and everything in our life changed. And it was crazy because I don't even, like, I wasn't consciously saying it. It just right. came out. Just popped out. Daniel, mm-hmm. what did you think and feel when she said that? Because I'm having all sorts of feelings. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, it, was, it, it was one of those things that needed to be said. Mm. And, I, and I think it, it was lingering. Mm-hmm. And I don't know whether I necessarily would have been the first one to say it. Mm-hmm. But as soon as it was out, it was like the ice broke. It was, yeah. I just remember turning to him, going, "Yeah, you, you know, you, you, we we have to do this. Like this, this is, yeah, what, what are we doing?" And then we spent the whole rest of the car ride just, just, you know, backwards and forwards and, and this and that, and it, it it was just divvying up what we had on our plate and thinking like, let's make a plan. And the the yeah. plan was the essence of it make the let's start a plan let's think about this thoroughly from top to bottom instead of just putting band-aids on everything and yeah and that was it that was the start of it that's awesome you're welcome (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Um, so now you guys are in it you're in it you are in it and you have just taken a very big leap in like really being in it you've been in it for a while so I'm wondering, as a couple that owns a business together, how do you each individually, as well as together as a team, kind of practice kind of living out those moments of notice like you had? There was that ice-breaking moment, but now like there's probably moments of notice throughout kind of your day and your work together, and you can choose to notice it together or notice it pulling away from each other so do you guys kind of have ways that you keep up the communication you keep up kind of that awareness that you've built into your life and business 
How do you guys go about that in your team approach to life? I think we're still in the adjustment period of that one. <laughs> Fair. Um, I mean, honestly, we, we've been, for the past two years, it's just been, and especially the past year, we've just really been building the communication up. And we've gotten to this point, and I mean, he's only, he's not even a month out of his job, and he's been dropped into, I, I say he's been dropped into my world. Mm-hmm. I've got my schedules, I've got my flow, I've got my vibe, and now I'm having to, not that I'm not complaining about it, but I'm having to adjust everything, and it's been a really hard adjustment period for me. Yeah. Um, he's loving it because he doesn't have to go to the, the job that he dislikes mm-hmm. anymore, and he's lost that stress, and I feel like I've gained all of that stress, and we're, we're currently in that adjustment period where I'm like, I'm like walking around the house, freaking out, slamming things. And I'm like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. But we're, we're working on it. We'll get it by the end of the month. We're almost there. Well, and I think that, I mean, there's a beauty in that, right? Like you're not hiding from the adjustment. Mm-hmm. Part of being an aware person, aware business owner is that you don't hide from those things anymore. That's yeah point of being mindful is that you own the good and the bad, you know, and I mean, it's different, but it's similar. My husband works in a profession where he works a lot for a period of time. And then there's seasons where he's home and we, he runs a business as well. So there's always things to do, but ever we've learned over the years that first two to three weeks of that is horrible. I mean, we plan for it now. We're just like, oh, remember, that's going to be a bad time. Like, yeah. <laughs> we're just be aware. Like, we're going to be grumpy and like just everything's just going to be a little bit more on edge. And that that isn't being reactive. That's actually just being aware of how adjustments feel. Yes. Yeah. I was going to say the biggest hurdle really is is separating yourself from the distractions that you would usually use mm-hmm. if you were at a nine to five, you know, like my world was go to work, come home, and now I'm relaxing. So screw everyone else. You know, mm-hmm. I'm going to sit on my phone. I'm going to watch TV. I'm going to go on the computer. Mm-hmm. And the reality of it is that's not an option when you want to run your own business. That's not the world. Well, it shouldn't be the world you're living in because you, you have something tangible that you want to devote your time to. Yeah. So you need to really evaluate the distractions and, and what's keeping you away from doing certain things. And you got to just eliminate those. And that's, you know, the biggest wrestle I've had so far is, is eliminating those distractions. Mm, um, like your friends, just, just, every, just <laughs> your everything. friends calling you up from England. They're like, Hey buddy, you want to play games? <laughs> no, tell them no. <laughs> your friends must hate me. <laughs> I feel like you have some beliefs there, Nicole. I'm, I'm get just, worked out, and we're not going to work them out on this podcast. Um, <laughs> next time. Next time. I think that's such a good point. Um, and I think even just asking yourselves, right, when those distractions come up, what what am I avoiding right now, and why? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, whenever I ask myself that, as um, as a business owner, as a parent, as you know, a human being like that's 
oh, so much of where my own personal growth comes from is when I ask myself why I don't want to feel when I'm feeling. Um, when I ask myself what I'm scared of, what I, because that's, you know, that's what we avoid, right? Yep. And so, you know, I always, when I'm talking to my coaching clients, I'm always saying like, it's not bad to have, I, I love, I talk a lot about having a life while you have a business, but you have to be asking yourself, are you trying to have a life? Are you trying to numb out, not feel what you need to feel to grow this thing? So I love that. Thank you so much for talking about that. Okay. Where can people find out about the awesomeness you do and um, how you can help them in their business because you can. And then I'm going to ask kind of a couple of wrap up fun questions for y'all to answer. Oh, I like fun questions. You go ahead. Well, I'm going to answer the fun questions. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) We'll take turns. There's three of them. You can divide them. (laughs) (laughs) You can find us online, uh, search for Anderson media, or check us out on our website. It's the andersonbrand.com. My Instagram will be getting off the ground here shortly. And you can find me at Mr. Danderson, like Neo, but <laughs> Mr. with a D. Danderson. And I'm, I'm at Nicole Branderson. <laughs> you guys <are> so fresh. <laughs> so cute. So cute. Um, I will have a website soon and my stock photos so oh yes by the time this airs you will have your stock photos you need to talk about that briefly and let people know with what you're doing with that um i'm doing a stock membership for health and fitness professionals so it's going to be 30 photos 30 well give or take depending on how many days are in the month and it's going to be 30 bucks a month you're going to get suggestions for your posts what to write in your captions a community and it's cheap and it's all my photos yes i'm excited awesome. i'm really Her excited. photos are amazing and she is often sought after by people and brands for her <laughs> photos so Did you should write that, that out write that? that's cute i like that i'm gonna write that i'm gonna put that in my bio <laughs> it's truth i only speak truth okay so you can divide, decide whoever answers these questions. These are actually just questions to kind of bring awareness to your day in your life. Who would like to answer what is one thing you've learned today? Not just during this podcast, like just in general. Mm. I think it's important to think about what we've learned throughout our day. Did you learn anything today? I did. Okay. I did. Um, Everyone learns something every day, by the way. True. It is, we just have to notice it. Oh, how do I put this into words? There's a situation that brought this on. And I guess time is meaningful in the context of of how you view it. And by that, I mean, if you're getting angry at something, which is nonsense, that is not a meaningful appraisal of your time. And if you're complaining about losing that time, it's, it's on you. It's not on other people. So evaluate the time you have and use it in a meaningful way, and then you will never be upset. You'll never be angry. That is insightful. I was not <laughs> expecting that. I was expecting him to say, like, the expiration date on the milk is not really the expiration date or something like that. <laughs> w- would you like the context? Would sure. you like the context? I would love it. It's a, I mean, it's so incredibly insightful. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, was, 
I dropped my daughter off at school today and mm-hmm. I, I was sitting there and I, I was playing with my daughter before she went into school. And one of the parents came in and the teacher hadn't opened the door yet. And it was 12.01, right? And this, this, and I'm guessing that 12 is when 12, it's 12, yep. 12, mm-hmm. 12 okay. o'clock. So the, pe- the parent came in and she was, I mean, almost screaming. I know about, who you're talking about. About how, <laughs> about how the teachers are never on time and the, and the thing. And I look over and this person's child is just standing there just on, on their own while this, while this lady just berates whoever's listening. And I just looked to my daughter and I was like, I, I, I don't want to be that unhappy about one minute of time mm. ever, ever again. Oh. It's very strange. Wow. So insightful. Dang. <laughs> That's like an audio clip for the whole show. Nothing um, that I can say that will be better than that. So, Okay. You can tell me this, Nicole. Who did you actively love today? I actively love everybody today. No, I'm just kidding. But no, I, honestly, I always, I always make it a point to tell at least, this is my thing. Like I randomly tell at least three people something that I've been watching them do that I'm proud of or that they're doing a good job or, hey, this is really awesome. Like compliment somebody on something. I always, always, every single day, make sure to do that because I know when it happens for me, I get super happy and it kind of, it just changes my whole day. Mm -hmm. And so today was three. No, I think I did four people because I'm an overachiever. And (laughs) welcome to the entrepreneurial club. I'm I'm, I'm very, yes, very modest. (laughs) But I always make sure to, out of the blue, compliment or um, encourage. Yes, or encourage. That's a good one. Good job. You had it in the English accent too, so it's good. (laughs) I don't think he can help speaking in that accent. So I think it's probably just how he speaks, right? Yes. Okay. It is a strange accent to have considering I'm Russian, but we won't get (laughs) No, I'm joking. Okay. You wish. Okay. And on that, from both of you, we'll just share this one. What's one thing that made you laugh today? This entire conversation. (laughs) Yay. Let's see. What what made me laugh today? What made me laugh? Usually things our kids say lately they've been lately they've been asking questions that just make me feel really dumb because I don't know the answer. (laughs) So today Olivia asked me something and I said, I don't know, ask Google. So she went into my office and asked Google, (laughs) hey, Google. (laughs) Mm, I'm not ready for me not to know. I mean, I don't know all the Lego things. So sometimes I'm like, ask your dad. But I, (laughs) side note of funny things you get to talk to your kids about, the other day was trying to explain to my four-year-old because he was like trying to fill me up a fit. (laughs) and I was like trying to explain to him like the normalize that um that like you know a lot of people like that and like you know like that like it's okay that he like notices and appreciates breasts but that you have to ask about that yep and I was just like I am not really prepared to answer this question like to have this discussion with my four-year-old like I'm usually pretty confident in these but I was like I don't exactly know how to 
explain this to you in an appropriate yeah. manner. So that was a fun conversation. I don't know where it comes from. Oh, um, <laughs> I, I had a Jack and Olivia one in the car. That, so they were asking questions about different animals like they do. And they asked, what, what's this animal made of? And I started to, and I said, oh, it's, it's something. And I said, it's uh, skin tissue. And they go, tissue? I'm like, yeah, yeah. They're like, why would they be covered in tissue? And it's like... <laughs> Just that sheer, like, where, how do I, where do I go? So, I, again, I, I fobbed that one off. So, I said, next time you see Aunt Paige, because she's, she's a nurse, uh, ask her, you know, get the lowdown on tissue. So funny. Yeah. Thank goodness for other people in Google. Exactly. <laughs> okay, guys, I've had such a great time talking with you. For everyone listening, if you would like to talk about more things related to all the conversations we've had tonight in terms of just, I mean, the whole thing with time and emotion and being intentional and like how you spend your time. And if you're like fighting with distraction, definitely come on over to the On Purpose Life and Business Facebook community. We will be talking about that and more there. So I will talk to you all soon. Thank you for listening to The Everyday Mind. Here's what I want you to do next. Take a screenshot of the episode you just listened to, head on over to Instagram stories and share there all about why you've been loving the Everyday Mind podcast. Tag me, Naftali V. Roberts, and share so that more people can continue to grow their life of notice so they can build a life and business they always wanted. If you really like me, please head and leave a rating and review so that more people can continue to hear and get encouraged and the tips and tricks to grow a life of notice and build that business on purpose. Have a great day and I'll talk to you all soon.